Welcome to the House of Lee NYC. Come on in, meet regular folks doing interesting things, and get tips for resourceful living. Hi, I'm Lee. Thank you for stopping by. In today's show, I'm going to talk to you about one of my favorite things in the whole world, butter. Yes, butter. Specifically, we're going to talk about what I have found to be the ultimate way to slice or cut butter when it's cold in a way that will not tear your fragile toasted bread, pancakes, or French toast. (laughs) Originally, I was going to include a handful of kitchen tips and gadgets in this episode, but I think butter deserves its own show. I mean, who doesn't love butter? You know, I once thought I was addicted to baguettes, you know, hence my annual baguette taste test. But I figured out that for me, baguettes are just an excuse to eat really good butter. I mean, (laughs) are you with me? But first, I'd like to give a shout out to listeners in Bulgaria. A hello, hello also goes out to listeners in London and in Southwark. I hope I'm saying that correctly. I just found out that you're with me, so thank you so much. And a shout out to Londoner Michael Rushforth and his family. Hey, hey, locally, thank you to Dawn F. who said she listened to the Back to School episode and then wrote a five-star review. Thank you so much. And a personal happy birthday to Gabby Hegan goes out this week. If you love the show, please consider writing a five-star review on your podcast app of choice. I would really appreciate it and give you a shout out if you like. Next, I have two invitations for you. First, Next Wednesday on September 26, 2018 at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm co-hosting a webinar for parents and people who work with children to learn what to do in the event of a playground emergency. Just visit houseofleenyc.com to register for the link. Second, please join me on October 25th for my hands-on podcasting workshop here in New York City called Cast Shop NYC. You'll learn a lot and you'll get to hang out with me, my co-hosts, and amazing speakers as well. We'll help you get your way towards starting your own podcast with a hands-on component. Visit houseofleenyc.com to register. Finally, it's not too late to email me for your free House of Lee NYC show pen. Please reach out to me at lee at wleefm.com. Okay, butter. I've really been chomping at the bit to share with you and the world my favorite and most useful way to cut butter for toast when it's stone cold. I almost posted it on my Facebook feed, but I thought it would be more fun to share my method with you first. (laughs) It's quite a conundrum. You know, it's a struggle. (laughs) Do I share it personally or save it for an episode? (laughs) So look, I've seen several solutions to this age old problem of how to prep cold butter to spread on toast. And yes, it is an age old problem because butter is one of the oldest foods known to humankind. I called the American Butter Institute to find out about butter, including just how long butter's been around. And according to ABI's executive director, Tom Balmer, it's been around since at least 2500 BC. Mr. Balmer said that it's also referenced in the Bible as early as in the times of Abraham. So that's a long time to have this problem. You know, assuming toast was a thing way back then. (laughs) 
Anyway, I've seen the impractical butter grater. Yes, you may even have one. The problem I see with grating your butter, other than the unequivocal mess you'll have to clean up, is that when you go to spread it, it just mushes up in a cold clump. It looks all fluffy, but when you go to spread it, it chunks up. I know you know what I mean, and that, folks, is unacceptable. You know why? Because that cold clump will tear up the piece of toast you're trying to make if you're not careful. And to be clear, I define toast as toasted bread with butter or butter and jam. Strawberry, you know, specifically if you're asking. (laughs) The other gadget I've seen is what I call a pat-o-butter maker. You know what I'm talking about. It's like a slicer contraption and it slices the butter vertically so you end up with little square-shaped pats of butter. I've heard of warming up a butter knife with hot water and maybe some of you swear by putting a microwaved slash warmed cup upside down and over the pat of butter to be used. Those methods seem just like a lot of work, especially for this girl, and so impractical. Really, I mean, a pat of butter that you slice, it doesn't cover even a fourth of the toast, right? Funny, I asked Mr. Balmer how he slices cold butter on his toast, and he said he takes it out ahead of time for his meal, you know, to let it warm up. And he, when he said that, my response was, really, you do that? I mean, to me, that takes forethought and patience. Two things I don't have when it comes to deciding when or whether to make toast. (laughs) Hmm, maybe this episode should be called Toast. I don't know. Random thought number 127. After many years of personal research on the matter, and by that, I mean the frequent R&D of eating toast, (laughs) because, well, I love toast and anything else that I can spread butter upon. But anyway, after many years of personal research on butter spreading, as I've said, I bring to you the most amazing and simplest way to prepare butter to spread onto toast or anything else that you'll ever find or need. Ready? Ready? Drum roll, please. A cheese slicer. Really, the handheld kind with the blade that sits at the end of the spatula part, not the wire cutting cheese slicer. I buy the wide European butter blocks. So running the cheese slicer blade across fits just about perfectly. But this type of bladed cheese slicer works well with a rectangular stick of butter. I mean, I've only tried it slicing the butter horizontally or sideways. I haven't tried it vertically, you know, the way you would to slice it to make pats of butter. But I'm telling you, It's amazing for those of us who like to keep butter in the refrigerator and all it takes is two seconds, no joke. When I asked Mr. Balmer of the American Butter Institute for some common methods of slicing cold butter that he's heard of, he mentioned that some folks use vegetable peelers. I never even thought of using one. I mean, it's clever, But here's the thing, with a vegetable peeler, I would imagine you'd have to try it a few times to get the starting angle just right. But with a cheese slicer that has the spatula, the flat part, the angle is figured out for you already. Cheese slicer, folks. No more torn toast. No more ripped pancakes. No more wacky contraptions you probably don't have room for in your kitchen anyway. And no more 
uneven butter blotches. <laughs> there. I've solved humanity's problem to the age-old butter toast conundrum. You can thank me by sending an email or joining the show's Facebook group. <laughs> wow. I feel so much better having shared this kitchen hack that's been bubbling up inside me for some years now. Thank you so much for listening. I really needed this. <laughs> I mean, just think of the possibilities at home. Like I said, French toast, apple pie. Maybe you're making cobbler. Well, maybe cobbler. You do need the you do need the bumps. Okay, forget the apple cobbler, but you you get what I'm saying, right? Oh, but now that I'm thinking about it, let me share with you the secret to ordering butter at a diner. You have to ask the server to have your toast buttered in the kitchen because they have soft butter. And if it's the same thing, you know, they give you hard butter for your pancakes and your French toast, ask them to butter it in the kitchen. Otherwise, you'll end up with cold butter and ripped food again. <laughs> when I asked about the differences between American and European butters, Mr. Balmer, you know, of the American Butter Institute, which is a trade association for the butter industry. He did mention that sometimes butter produced in Europe has a slightly higher fat content. He also said that certain brands of butters may have a slightly more yellow color if made from cows exclusively fed grass. He did say that it is possible to find golden butters in this country. You just have to look for artisanal butter producers. While we're at it, Mr. Balmer also said that butter freezes really well for months. So if your favorite butter brand is on sale, you can buy extra and freeze it. I've tried freezing whipped cream. Yeah, not so much. I, I don't know why. I just thought I would try it. It's disgusting. So just in case you were thinking about it, just you don't have to. <laughs> Because Mr. Balmer so graciously called me after hours to answer my questions, when I asked him how we could tag the American Butter Institute for the episode, he replied that ABI has a campaign called GoBoldWithButter.com. He told me that there, anyone can dig deeper with more information about butter, and there's a tab called Butter Basics, so have at it. And before you call to tell me that butter is bad and how it leads to all sorts of health issues, Mr. Balmer wants folks to know that there is research out there showing just the opposite. He mentioned some journal article, but you know what? That's his job, right? And I love butter regardless of its effects. <laughs> but you can email me or call to tell me if you have a better solution to slicing cold butter. Because <laughs> if you have a better one that doesn't require much more effort, I want to know about it. So that wraps up this episode of the House of Lee NYC. Thank you so much for stopping by. Take care. We'll talk soon. Bye bye.